0: Our slogan is um, life-changing apparel Mm -hmm. so the whole mission is to wear your faith Mm -hmm. and express your love for god you know um don't be bold because without him we're nothing
1: welcome to the prince george's daily on this season we will be taking a look at businesses and entrepreneurs in prince george's county getting insights into both the business process and the world of entrepreneurship. You will hear the stories shared by business owners and the entrepreneurs
2: in the county, their challenges and their steps for success. Hello, Prince George's County. I'm Del Roden. Today is December 5th, 2019. In today's episode of the Prince George's Daily, Heavenly Beast sits down with the founder and owner of Crown Only Apparel. You got that Gap hoodie? You don't know what I'm talking about, but tune in and find out with today's Prince Georgian, Selena Dingle. In today's weather, we can expect a high temperature in the mid 40s under partly cloudy skies with a low dropping down to below freezing. Tomorrow we rebound with a high in the mid 50s before cooling down again. The weekend weather looks to be cool and sunny. Sunrise today was at 710 and sunset this afternoon will remain at 444. That's the weather for today, December 5th, 2019. Stay tuned after the interview for today's news. We share a shocking retirement for one of the most, if not the most, successful Prince Georgian of a generation. And what if the school year started in August? Find out why the board is considering that right after this with Heavenly Bee and today's Prince Georgian.
3: Everybody, it's your girl Heavenly B here with the Prince George's Daily, and today I'm here with entrepreneur, salon owner, um, business owner of Crown Only Kids Clothing Line, and just a plethora of other entrepreneurial pursuits. Miss Selena Dingle, say hello to my people. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for coming and being a part of this broadcast today. So, okay. how has your
0: morning been thus far? My morning's been good. I cannot complain. It's been good.
3: Good. Mm -hmm. So that means that you're good and ready to give us all the real (laughs) about how this entrepreneurial journey is and has been for you.
0: Yes, I'm ready.
3: Yes. So let's start out by telling everyone where you're from.
0: Okay. I was born and raised in the DMV area, so I've been here all my life. (laughs) Ooh,
3: so Prince Georgian? Yes, Prince
0: George's. Okay.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Cuz you know we have that debate in here like yes, that's are you Montanerian <laughs> or are you a Prince Georgian? Right. I, I know what I am. Okay. Right. <laughs> so, tell me um about your entrepreneurial journey from the first business you started up until your most recent business which is Crown only
0: Okay, the first business I started was a salon um, called Love Hair and um I'm in a partnership. And um, it was very scary, I cannot lie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I always wanted to have my own salon since I was a a little girl. But um, actually, dreaming it and doing it is two different things. Yeah. So it takes, one thing I learned, that it takes a lot of faith, you know. um, Like Steve Harvey had mentioned in one of his videos, you have to jump.
2: Mm -hmm. And that's
0: what it really felt like. I'm jumping, like I don't know what's going to happen but once we did it, um, it was just like, wow, you can do it. Yeah. Like, if you don't give up, you work hard, and you keep going, your dreams will come true.
3: So do you feel like that, um, starting that business built your confidence to start the next business?
0: Yes. It still was scary, but yes, it did. It did help. Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: So tell me a little bit about Crown Only, what products you offer, and what the mission of the company is.
0: So um, the name of my um, business is called Crown Only. It's a family business, and it's a Christian apparel um, clothing line. And at first we started out with just kids Mm -hmm. because I always wanted to have a family business, and I wanted my two sons to be involved with the business. Right. And um, we wanted to target kids, and they'd be the face of the business. But ultimately, you know, once we start doing the journey, we said, oh, no, we want shirts and you know clothing as well and some of the parents as well as other adults wanted it too yeah so now it's for all ages and um it was um, the
3: message behind it what's the mission of the brand so our
0: logo is, i mean our slogan is um life changing apparel mm-hmm. so the whole mission is to wear your faith mm-hmm. and express your love for god you know um don't be bold because without him, we're nothing. So that's the whole mission, to be able to wear it. And, you know, it speaks life to people. It's a reminder, like one of our um, um, bestseller shirts is God Got Me. Because you're constantly reminded that God got me. Don't mm-hmm. worry. Don't stress. It's in his hands.
3: Yep. It's my favorite shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, So... What drew you to starting a company in this field? I know you talked about how you always wanted a family business, yes. but did you know that the family business would be one that would uh, consist of actual clothing or was that something that you figured out along the way?
0: Well, um, I'm glad you said that because ultimately I did not know um, what the family business was going to be. I always wanted something to show my kids how to be entrepreneurs mm-hmm. Um and just really be involved. So it wasn't until a couple, um, couple years ago that I felt like God put it on my heart mm-hmm. to start a family business, being Crown Only. And so once I saw that, I'm like, and giving me the vision, like, wow, this is what this is the direction. So we kind of took it and ran with it. So what? How did you come up
3: with the the name crowned Only? What was that like?
0: So what's funny is, so I was telling my husband about it because it was my vision. So he had to come on board, of course, because mm-hmm. I'm like, if it's family, you got to help. <laughs> but he's been an awesome partner. It's it's amazing having my husband as a partner and my kids involved as well. So once we once he came on board, he was we was trying to think a name. So we wrote down, I want to say like 50 names. Mm hmm. And we could not come up with anything. So one name in particular we came up, we thought was the name, but it happened to not be because, you know, you have to check and see if the name's available and all those things. And it wasn't available, so we got a little discouraged. But then he kept saying, something's coming to me only. And I'm like, only? What do you mean? So then that same day, Crown stood out. And Mm -hmm. I was like, what about Crown only? And then when we wrote it down, it was like, Oh, this is it. We felt a peace that this is the name that God wanted for our business.
3: Okay. Awesome. So now I want to go back a little bit because you mentioned something in that last statement about what it takes to make this thing a legitimate business. Because Mm -hmm. I always talk about how we have people running around like, yeah, I got a business. I got a business. Right. But you don't have your business entity set up. You don't have your stuff trademarked. You run around with a name that somebody already got and you didn't even do your research on. So now, yes. as you grow, you're going to have to flip that name because you didn't trademark it or you didn't protect your uh, your property, your intellectual right. property. So tell the listeners a little bit about what that process looks like if they decide they want to start a business.
0: So, yes, it is a process. You can't just start a business. I know a lot of us... Um, have done it that way before, but it can come back to bite you in the long run. So if you really want to secure the business that you have, you need to um, look up the trade name mm-hmm. and go on Merlin Gov and see if it's available, Merlin business Gov and see if it's available. And they'll tell you if it's available. If it is, then you purchase it. Mm-hmm. And then you go on and get your tax ID. And if it's going to be an LLC, you have to... It's Google is available to look up the steps that you need to make your business... A legal entity. A legal entity. Yeah. That's very important.
3: Yep. And um, that's one lesson I always say I wish I would have knew earlier, but it worked right. out because I learned it before I became a millionaire or whatever. Yeah, I know. But because right. if I became a millionaire, <laughs> somebody would be like, excuse me, that's my name. And they would have took
0: all my exactly, money. Exactly, you know? exactly. So you learn yeah.
3: along the way. You do. Um. Now, have you always been entrepreneurial, like since you were a little kid, or did entrepreneurship find you and say, hey? I want you, I, you mine now.
0: <laughs> so for me, I've always been an entrepreneur. Um, I can remember back in middle school, I was doing, my little sister was my test dummy. I would do her hair, do braids, crochet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my mother too, she would let me do color and relaxers in her hair. Mm-hmm. So I would branch out and do my friends and then they would refer people. I was getting paid a little bit of money, but I was making money in right. middle school, you know. So it's something that I've always done. Even, um... Graduating from high school and college, trying to get a job, a nine to five, God always closed those doors for me because Mm -hmm. I now realize I'm where I'm, where I should be.
3: Right. Okay. So you mentioned a little earlier about Uh what your first business was, and then you just uh, reiterated that love for beauty by talking about what you did as a teenager or as a preteen. Yeah. So was that your dream occupation or your life to be in that industry did you imagine that you would be flourishing as a entrepreneur in
0: different fields or did you your prospectus look like beauty was the end all be all? So for me, my dream was always beauty, mm-hmm. um, the beauty industry. But I did have, you know, when you're younger, sometimes you write down your goals, or different things that you want. So for me, I've always had a list of things mm-hmm. I wanted to do. And to be honest, clothing was on there. Okay, I just didn't know till later that it's going to be in the form of a family business, business. being a Christian apparel line. I thought it would be maybe my own. Not to say it can't come, but yeah. that's, you know, where I was. Okay,
3: so would you say you're living your dream? Yes, I am. Awesome. I would
0: definitely say that.
3: <laughs> okay, so now we get to before we get to the bad, let's get to the good. You know, I like to start off with fluff and butterflies and flowers right, and right. and vanilla scent. What are the been? What have been the most rewarding parts of being an entrepreneur?
0: I'll say the most rewarding parts are um, seeing your vision actually come to life. You know, it's one thing to dream about it, to have this vision, have all these ideas, but to actually see it you're Mm -hmm. just like wow I did did it it. it's here you know I never thought it would be here and I'll even go in a little deeper with crown only my sons like is a rewarding part because they're excited they're excited to put on the clothes and you know they're involved they even have ideas themselves you know so that's rewarding too you know to see them be a part of it and want to (laughs) learn
3: okay So now tell me about what the challenges have been on your entrepreneurial journey from the beginning.
0: Um, I'll say the most challenging, especially for um, only being sales, I'll say is... The money, Because you have to really put in a lot of money to make money. Yeah. That's just the bottom line. So you're going to have to spend money. And the thing about it that makes it challenging is when you're dealing with sales, you don't know what's going to be appealing mm-hmm. to your customers. You don't. You may like something, but they may not like it. So right. it's a lot of trial and error, which translates to a lot of money spending. <laughs>
3: and loss. Until,
0: and loss until you get it. Yeah. You know?
3: So... What do you say to the people who say, yeah, I started my whole business with $500, and now I'm a millionaire?
0: What do I say to them? Um, (laughs) Do you believe I might be a little jealous, to be honest, (laughs) if that's really the case, if they're being honest.
3: Can you set up all your stuff legally with $500?
0: I I don't believe so. Because the business aspect of getting the name, the LLC, taxes, all of those things cost more than that. Yeah. So... To make it legit, I would say no.
3: Yeah. They probably got their pro- their first couple of pieces of product for $500. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's what I believe. Okay.
3: Um, what advice would you give to someone who aspires to be an entrepreneur? I know you uh, encounter people all the time who come up and they see what you're doing and they're mm-hmm. excited. They say, hey, I want to do that. Or, I want to be a part of something like that. What advice do you give to them?
0: I would say... Um, If they really want to do, you know, be their own boss or live out their dream, whatever that may be, um, follow your own heart. Mm -hmm. Don't allow other people's fears and doubts to to hold you back because people are very opinionated and they're going to tell you what they fear and what they, you know, are scared of. But you have to be strong enough to push through all that and do it. If you feel in your heart, that's what you should do. And I would say um, it's not easy. So be prepared to work, work hard, and don't give up. Keep going because the thing is you want to be able to f- see it through to say, I did it. And then from there, you will either redirect yourself if you need to do things differently or you say, hey, I did it and it's not what I want to do. At yeah. least you tried.
3: I like that advice because we've, we fail to talk about that part of entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. about how sometimes you do have to redirect yourself you may right. have to revamp you might have to scrap and whole idea yeah. and come back with something else right. um so it's, it's it's important that you uh brought that up and what advice would you give to somebody who is already an entrepreneur and they're they found an idea that's just failing mm-hmm. to the point that they like okay i might need to go back to the drawing board how would you encourage them
0: i would say um don't be afraid to reinvent yourself mm-hmm. to start over because I feel like in the industry of being an entrepreneur, you have to constantly reinvent yourself. Yeah. You're not going to know if you didn't try, you yeah. know. So I try to live by the motto, no regrets, just life experiences. I
3: know that's and right. that's
0: the best way that you can to learn. Yeah. You know, somebody can tell you all day, but when you go through that, you're like, oh, let me do this mm-hmm. or let me try it this way and keep trying till you get it right.
3: Yeah, I love it. Okay, so how do you define
0: success? (laughs) That's funny. Um, So how I define success may be different. (laughs) But for me, success, um, one, God has to be in it for Mm -hmm. me. Because without him, I'm nothing. Like, he's given me the talent, Mm -hmm. the dreams. You know, so I need him to fulfill it. Mm-hmm. And also I need that balance of um, family to be able to live, not just work, 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 work. Right. I want to be financially stable, but it's not all about the money for me. Yeah. So I in a peace of mind, that's success to me. <laughs> you know, joy, the things money can't buy. Yeah. You know, living and being there for my family and, um, you know, living my dream, walking in my purpose. That's right. success for me
3: okay what does the next uh five years look like and this is a double part double part question okay I want to know what the first five years look like for crown only Mm -hmm. and I also want to know what the next five years look like for Selena and um I was just prefacing this question with my last guest by saying what I'm going to say to you now and you know me so you'll probably know this my one of my gifts is being able to Pull people to speak the vision and to to speak those things that they scared to speak because the dreams seem too big mm-hmm. so don't when you when something comes to your mind that's a big vision don't think hmm, that might be big just say it because mm-hmm. it's not too much for me i love mm-hmm. i love mm-hmm. people to get that out there because the more you speak it the more you can believe it and the more you can pursue it okay so first tell me what
0: the next five years look like for crowned only so, the next five years for Crown Only, hopefully um, we're in stores, may even have our own storefronts. Yeah, Um mm-hmm. 'cause Because right now we're online um, apparel line. So, that's what I would say for Crown Only. And, of course, um, more merchandise and different things. Just a variety of things that fit everyone. Okay. That would be comfortable wearing. Um, as far as for me... Um, it's funny you ask that because I'm like, did I think about this already? <laughs> I haven't. But now that you say it and I'm thinking, um, for me, I see, I have a lot of gifts, I'll say, and talents. So I struggle with being honest. Um, I struggle with, can I do it all? Mm-hmm. And I feel like God constantly remind me, you can with me. Mm-hmm. So for me, I have other things that I want to do. So definitely i will i will be financially stable mm-hmm. in the next 5 years i will be able to not work as much but just be so you'll be the flourishing manager. not
3: stable cuz you're yes. stable
0: is now you want to yes. be flourishing yeah flourishing. I will be flourishing yeah and i will be um living my best life <laughs> <laughs> i ain't going back. Uh. <laughs> and um no but honestly like um just working on the next thing okay i have a couple of other things in mind so just different businesses um not just other So you want to be crown. a serial entrepreneur. Yes. All right. That's what it's going to be in the next 5 years to come. Period. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How can we connect with you online and on social media so that all
3: my people can see what you're doing and keep up with your events and keep up with your
0: product and purchase? So, like I said, we have an online store, www.crownonly.com, where you can purchase things. I know holidays is coming up, so go ahead and um, check us out. We're also also on Instagram, um, Crown Only, and Facebook. You can follow us to keep updated to what we've got going on, and we'd love to post different things that you purchase. So, send us your pictures, too. Yes. And what's your social media name? Selena D. Hair is my social.
3: <laughs> Just in case you know you guys need to get prepped um yes. for your holiday parties and things of that nature, yes. you can also check that out. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. This has been a fun and interesting conversation. You're my I- pleasure. I
0: enjoyed myself.
3: Yay. Mm-hmm. I think um people will get a lot that they need to to pursue their dreams. And twenty twenty is here, so it's gonna be a lot of dream pursuing going on. Well, it's been your girl, Heavenly Bee, guys, with the Prince George's Daily. Until tomorrow, good day.
2: I'm Del Roden, and here's the latest in the news for December 5th, 2019. In a very sad story, a young man was struck and killed by a train Tuesday night at the Capitol Heights Metro Station. According to Ron Holzer, the spokesperson for Metro, the man, quote, intentionally placed himself in the path of the train around 10 o'clock in the evening. Metro said service was delayed. The blue line trains in the area were limited to a single track. Silver Line passengers from Virginia were required to transfer to the Blue Line and continue beyond Eastern Market. As of Thursday morning, trains are running on the normal schedule. In recent years, school leaders in Maryland have had little choice about when they would hold the first day of classes. It would be held after Labor Day, in keeping with the executive order, by Governor Larry Hogan in 2016. But a new state law has upended that Hogan order, returning decision-making to the local officials. So as school systems draw up academic calendars for 2020-2021, the idea of opening in August is back, with some systems considering opening one week or even two weeks before Labor Day. In Prince George's County, two calendar options go to the school board on December 12th, both showing school starts as August 31st. A survey is planned next with a board vote expected in January of 2020. And this from Silicon Valley. Larry Page and Sergey Brin of Adelphi announced they were stepping down as CEO and president of Google's parent company, Alphabet, on Tuesday. Page and Brin confirmed in their goodbye letter that they will remain on the board and they will remain as shareholders. The pair still have voting control of the company. They control 51% of voting shares of Alphabet, which owns Google. That's the news for Prince George's County. Have a great day.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Prince George's Community News and Prince George's Community College, celebrating over 60 years of offering the highest possible standards in college education for the county and the region. Visit us at pgcc.edu. The opinions expressed on the Prince George's Daily Podcast do not necessarily represent those of Prince George's Community College, its employees, or its affiliates. The producers of the Prince George's Daily Podcast are Heavenly Bee, Maude Say. David Smalls, Joshua Boykin, Brian Green, and Chandra Durham, and is executively produced by Dale Roten. Tune in tomorrow as we continue our discussion on businesses in Prince George's County. This is the Prince George's Daily.